Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, February 12th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have a two-part space. This is part one of two. It's an AMA with Comdex and the IBC gang, and then it goes right into the IBC gang lounge. Let's take a listen. Hi, guys. Hi, Gaines. Uh, thanks for inviting Comdex team on the Twitter spaces. So I am Rhythm. Uh, I currently handle marketing over here at Comdex. Uh, it's really a pleasure to be here on the AMA with IBC gang, quite excited. Along with me, I have more folks from Comnex team with me. Uh, if you could guys, please introduce yourself. Uh, hey, hi Cosmonauts, uh, Lakshmi Narayan at this end. Uh, I currently uh, work at the research and strategy department uh, over here at Comdex and excited to be part of this AMA. Um, hey guys, so it's Nile here. Um, I work with uh, Lakshmi Narayan. Thank you, thank you guys for those introductions. All right, cool. Uh, so I start with one of the questions that I got. Um, <clears throat> so what exactly is Convex? Give us a brief introduction to Convex. If I was like a newbie and I had no idea about like any type of decks that exist in Convex. Uh, yeah, I would like uh, just like Comdex is basically is a decentralized synthetic protocol uh, in which what we are trying to do is we are trying to reduce the complexity hurdles to access the financial assets currently in the commodity sector. So basically our vision of Comdex is to bridge the C5 world and D5 world. And how are we planning to do that is basically uh, through starting bootstrapping with the Synthetic web app wherein users can collateralize and leverage their uh, crypto assets uh, to basically take a exposure to a range of inflation resistant commodity assets. So in this way, they can have a exposure to real commodities using the exposures, keeping 
any cost force based uh, assets as collateral and they can just go long on it so this way uh yeah so this is what comdex yeah. is that that sounds good I, I like using cosmos to make you go long on it so yeah. w- w- why did you choose cosmos why didn't you choose eat they're like evmos um when you decided to build on it yeah so basically uh, back in 2018 uh when we planned to bootstrap with comdex and we, when we came out with our enterprise trading platform we we were always sure about it that we always wanted to get into uh, the pos side of uh, chain networks uh, and at that and at that time cosmos was the gold standard for it and tendermint basically uh, so like uh, our vision was like uh, clear with respect to that we want to go ahead with pos networks and uh yeah like that is the main reason that we are here like at the cause like we are we plan to go ahead with cosmos ecosystem okay yeah that that does make sense that that'd be a good reason to build on cosmos now um what is the importance of the comdex token why is it good to hold it or or is it good as a for the project as for an investor as a project what would you tell me about that uh so yeah like CMDX token currently is basically the governance, like CMDX token has multiple utilities. Uh, if you see, uh, you can start with the utilities such as it is a, a governance token of our ecosystem. CMDX holds values, uh, like you can currently stake it. Uh, we are going to incentivize users with respect to whenever in any uh, application, any dApps that are going to come down and with respect to synthetic web app. Uh, we are going to incentivize users uh, for maybe like LP rewards, anything. So CMDX tokens can be leveraged that way. And Ismail, if you can add. Um, yeah, so the token utility, basically right now you can collateralize your CMDX token to mint C assets. That will be the main utility. And also governance is another part. And as uh, we build DApps on the Comdex uh, chain, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I switched my profile, so I hope you guys can hear me a little bit better. Yeah. Thank you. So there's definitely a lot of utility with this um, CDM, Comdex token. Um, Another question that I was going to ask you guys, um, what what exactly are synthetics? Because I see a lot of buzz uh, being talked about synthetics and how, how does that like play a role in Comdex? Um, so I'll take it. Uh, basically, a synthetic is a uh, just helps you take exposure, price exposure to the price movement of uh, the underlying asset. Um, and if you see the the derivative market is much bigger than the spot markets. Uh, basically, if you see the Bitcoin markets and the volumes that the futures and derivatives do is like. Uh, multiple times more than the actual spot market. So, like, uh, uh, synthetic is just to gain price exposure without getting. Like, I'll give you an example for now. That uh, if you want to gain exposure to gold right now, you have to like go to spot markets and like buy physical gold. But with derivatives or synthetics, you can just gain the uh, like the speculative uh, exposure to it. Without the hassles of buying. Thank you, Ishmael. Um, I, I see a few people requesting to to speak. We're going to wait until we've asked the questions to ask people to come up. Okay, just letting you guys know.
Uh, go ahead, Gaines. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to point out that Ismail's speaker or um, mic sounds kind of kind of funky, but I guess mine does too, right? Oh, is it good now? You, you just have a lot of background noise. It seems like your feedback, Ismail. Oh, okay. From the background, I guess. Cool. Well, another another question here. <clears throat> um, so why not stocks? Um, why why are we why is Comdex choosing uh, synthetic commodities? Oh, so yeah, that's actually a very good question. Uh, like why we went ahead with commodities of like synthetics of commodities is solely because currently in the industry standard, if you see commodities as an asset is like has a market cap of almost twenty trillion dollars. So what we wanted to do as like uh, in the current uh, crypto space as well, like there are multiple uh, like there are multiple protocols which are building synthetics uh, into the equity and trade sector. But then uh, commodities as a asset classes uh, is so it's uh, much uh, like the it's more like an inflation resistant uh, uh, asset class. So if you see the volatility of commodities in a way is much uh, similar to more like it's more like a stable asset so building synthetics for commodities also gives us uh, a position wherein we can hedge our funds uh, like it can you can basically build a all all weather portfolio in if you see and uh, commodities like gold uh, the the initial bootstrapping in a protocol would be for gold silver crude oil but then going down the line we also plan to like uh, get in multiple commodity assets uh, such as agri commodities and maybe commodities such as few metals which can be uh, introduced in the system and can be like uh, leverage like you can again collateralize your cosmos uh, assets and cosmos based uh, ibc assets and you can uh, basically take a exposure to all the commodities which are currently trading in the uh, market in the C5 market and this way what we try today is again we want to stick with our vision wherein Comdex basically aims to build the bridges for the flow of capital from C5 to D5 and this way uh, I guess uh, that is the main vision that we are going to go ahead with and we want to uh, work our path and build our roadmap towards. Thank you for that answer. Um what what are what's one of the commodities that you are looking forward the most on Comdex? Uh, currently, uh, like I mentioned, uh, the main commodities that we are gonna bootstrap it with is with gold, silver, and crude oil. But then again, uh, coming to the point, like since it or uh, since the market has so many commodities trading, we wanna get into agri commodities like soya bean, rice, corn, and maybe into some metals as well like copper and like things which has high volumes, which are get, getting traded currently, everything can be uh, like, can be gone into our system and that can uh, like investors or users who want to take exposure to this asset class can easily take uh, exposure and go along on it. That sounds pretty cool. How does it, how does it work? Like, do you have to mint the synthetics or like, how does it function when you're uh, yeah, so when you're using it? Yeah, so basically our mechanism is a CDP based mechanism before going into that, like CDP is basically you're taking a collateralized debt position. 
wherein a user is keeping something as a collateral and he's going to mint C assets that we have in our platform. So like uh, how the CDP model works is you always over collateralize your position and uh, based on that, you can uh, mint the C assets, which will be there in our system. In this way, you can take a exposure to those commodities. And so always the value of the collateral locked, uh, basically in a CDP needs to always exceed the uh, value of C assets like you over collateralize. That's how a CDP position works. And there are multiple mechanisms to equate, like uh, with respect to liquidations and with respect to all the other things uh, involved in a CDP. Uh, so we plan to go ahead with the CDP model because that is much of a uh, that model has been tried and tested and it's a much better option is what we thought and we went ahead with it. Um, and what uh, what what basically uh, tokens will be accepted to uh, provide? Uh, yeah. So to answer that question, so basically. Uh, our goal is to like get all the cosmos enabled IBC assets to uh, like to be as a like they can keep that as a collateral and mint C assets. But in the bootstrapping phase, we'll have Atom, XPRT, USD, uh, CMDX itself, like CMDX as a again token utility over here. And other than that, uh, maybe AKT uh, will have Osmo and other stuff like all the IBC enabled assets can be kept as a collateral and you can mint C assets against it against your position. Wow, so, so you're saying that um, Comdex will uh, enable IBC right from the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to, like, that is, like, that. Wow. that is, I think, the vision because uh, we want to encourage people to go, uh, like, get all the IBC assets that are currently trading in Cosmos ecosystem, can, which can be kept as a collateral in our, uh, in our system and can you can mint C assets against it. How many how many C assets are available on day one? Uh, okay. Uh, on day one, basically, uh, you will be able to mint C gold, C silver, C uh, or like C oil. So these are the three commodities which we are gonna bootstrap our platform with. Uh, yeah. I see. Do you mind if we uh, take some questions from our Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go ahead. Thank you very much. All right, here we go. So um, we'll start with, I have a lot of questions. I'm scrolling through all the, there's a lot of people that are following this this project, so be ready. <laughs> okay, so I can read that Comdex Synthetic Protocol opens access to a large number of commodities, debt, assets, and liquidity, making the flow of capital from DeFi to CeFi seamless. Can you elaborate more on this? What is the effect of generating synthetic assets. So I guess you kind of summarize it a little bit, but if you don't mind, just kind of elaborating a little bit more. If you want, I can repeat the question if it wasn't super clear. Uh, you were not audible, uh, you know, can, can you please repeat the questions again? Yeah, yeah. I can read that Comdex synthetic protocol opens access to a large number of commodity debt assets and liquidity making the flow of capital from DeFi to CeFi seamless. Can you elaborate more on this? What is the effect of generating synthetic assets? Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take this question. I think Rajesh is uh, Lashmirayan's uh, voice is not audible right now. Uh, am I audible now? Is it you're, clear? You're good now. Oh, sweet. Yeah. 
So, um, firstly, if you see the centralized market, there's a lot of disparities among it. I mean, you have to go through KYC, and and there's a lot of centralized hassles that you have to go through. That uh, you know, normal people right now to gain exposure, like uh, in the spot markets, is difficult. So we want to bring commodities to the decentralized market so that you know general people can take exposure here. Also, like if you want access to uh, like uh, loans in debt, it is difficult for the uh, smaller, uh, I mean SMEs and you know people who don't have a feet in the game. But uh, with Comdex, uh, they can uh, do that easily. Uh. Yeah, like I would just uh, add to the question that you have. So basically, uh, like how, uh, in a way, the technology has digitized the like the markets of equity and uh, the other markets which we have, and maybe even the derivatives market. Similarly, we also feel that uh, like blockchain is that like uh, the technology is at like more of in a revolutionary state where which is sent which which mainly focuses on. Uh, making sure that we have access accessibility to the entire uh, commodity market as well to a certain extent, and for investors, for them to get a exposure to these things uh, with related to investments and other stuff. So what we uh, what we like what Comdex aims is to basically provide users the access to commodity assets in a way which would be again on chain assets, which will have uh, again a uh, value added to it. And in a way, like uh, going down the line in roadmap, we even have products like uh, Shopify and enterprise trading platforms. So in this way, like synthetics is just to get the things bootstrapped, and this is more like a holistic environment wherein all the dApps would interact each other, making the flow of CFI uh, to DeFi very uh, like the flow can be very seamless once the once you look at the uh, holistic environment and once you look complex as an ecosystem, what we are trying to build. Uh, and the narrative that we have, the vision that we have with with Shib, uh, with, uh, with enterprise trading, that is how we plan to make the flow very seamless from C5 to D5. So yeah, speaking about making things seamless, like it's really hard for the average investor to start, um, you know, getting into trading stocks and commodities. So I see yeah. that you guys have a really good advantage there. Is it? How are things over there um, where you're where you're based? Um, is it really hard for the average person to start investing in commodities? Uh, like uh, to answer that question, basically to take uh, exposure to synthetics uh, in terms like commodities in terms of synthetics for an average user is still possible because we have uh, in the synthetic exchange platform anyone who's holding a like cosmos based asset can uh, like uh, hedge their position against this and build a uh, build like can have uh, commodities as an asset in his portfolio currently uh, and in a way when shipfi platform and uh, enterprise trading platform comes into picture which will again have uh, tokens of its own uh, in the ecosystem uh, in Shopify, again, you can take a debt. So even that is somewhat, uh, it's based on uh, commodities as well, wherein you can take a debt from system and again, uh, trading can be enabled through that. So in a way, I guess uh, we are providing even the normal average users to take uh, exposure to this and just try to build a portfolio of its own. Clay, you got any questions? 
So another question before Clay asks, because I, I got a few more questions. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Will it be? Will it be? Um, will we be able to actually like transfer these C assets to um, an exterior wallet, or do we have to just use the Comdex platform to view them? Uh, yeah. So currently, uh, to answer this question, uh, C assets again would be uh, like would be uh, IBC enabled token of its own. But then this is something which we have like we have a roadmap roadmap block coming, which would be a very detailed roadmap that the things that we are planning to do and maybe uh, like anytime soon you can re uh, like uh, receive the announcements with respect to uh, the synthetic web app. Uh, so I guess this answer would be uh, this question would be answered in the blog that we are coming up with in a very detailed way, uh, and we'll just just wait for the announcements because it's gonna be uh, out soon. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. We don't wanna we don't wanna leak too much alpha here, huh? But we get it. We yeah. get it. <laughs> in a way, yeah. <laughs> like uh, announcements are over the corner, and you can just wait for it. Like with respect to synthetics web app. Like how things are gonna work around, uh, you can just wait and uh, just yeah, eager. Even we we as a team, we are very eager to get this thing started because uh, the team has put a great amount of efforts uh, to be uh, to be uh, re to be able to reach at this particular stage. Uh, yeah, so excited, excited. <laughs> this is gonna be open to the United States, right? To everybody. Uh, yeah, it's open to everyone, but then, yeah, a basic uh, do your own research has to be done. I don't think there should be any uh, problem because you're just taking our exposure using your uh, IBC enabled assets, keeping this at a uh, collateral and minting C assets. So, yeah, uh -huh. like it shouldn't be a problem. But then again, we recommend everyone to do their own research before uh, uh, getting like uh, starting to use a product. That's definitely good advice. Do your own research, not financial advice. <laughs> um, Speaking, you know, we'll be coming up with a few blogs explaining all the functionalities, uh, you know, that our web app will have because that is something which is kind of new to the ecosystem, right? None other platform uh, has been uh, out yet, which, which on which you can trade synthetic commodities, right? So what we are planning to do is to educate our audience. We'll be coming up with an academy as well, uh, on which we'll have a specific course through which you can learn about our platform, uh, commodities, markets, and everything, so that you know you could be easily uh, getting benefit what we are building and exactly as rajesh said that you know you have to do your own research so that part will definitely help you to do your own research and then jump into the synthetics market with you know full knowledge and you know complete power oh yeah that's a great point rhythm like with respect to the academia even we want to uh, we just don't want our users to come and use the platform we actually want them to understand like what comdex is trying to do and for that we have made a detailed uh, detailed uh, section detailed uh, collection of multiple uh, topics which are which would be essentially uh, which would be essentially required for you guys to understand the platform and we have made it very interesting and very like the videos will have will hold so much value that you will be easily able to understand what we are trying to do and what are the uh, core concepts behind each of the 
terminologies that we uh, have in our protocol so in that way even we are promoting and we want our users and everyone to understand and then uh, gain our exposure to what they are doing so this way it could help them uh, build a portfolio in commodity uh, asset class wow that's super helpful I'm, i know that like coinbase has that education thing where uh you know a lot of people learn about what crypto is so that's really awesome that you guys are going to have something similar to like give people a course on what comdex is and what you guys are trying to accomplish do, do you guys have a timeline of when you're going to be launching or is that something still in the works right now uh so yeah basically the timeline we have actually multiple things parallelly pipelined in our ecosystem because even uh like we also have started uh on the uh functionality of uh, even shipfy platforms and the multiple dapps which are going to come into our ecosystem so like even every uh like every uh, dapp will have a token of its own like shipfy as a platform will have uh, a token of its own and coming to the roadmap of synthetic web app like i mentioned earlier <laughs> this wait for the announcements it's just around the corner you can uh, get to hear about it anytime soon and uh, even uh, we are going to uh, exp- like even we are going to release a detailed block of the entire roadmap which we are planned for this entire year like what are the things and what are we planning and when are we going to come up with it so yeah that is the plan for now sounds like you have a lot of uh, stuff in the pipeline for this year you guys are probably really really busy right now we are really busy and we are really excited to work because like the things that we have planned and the things which are uh, pipelined in our own roadmap is something even we are very excited about and uh, in the the blog that again i'll just mention in the blog that we are uh, going to release anytime soon so that will have a detailed explanation of the entire roadmap which we have for the year yeah and we want to invite you um and your team next time when some of those big milestones are accomplished to come and talk about them because we like to keep our community informed. So yeah, we welcome you guys back again. Um is it okay if we go and take some questions from the audience? Yeah, yeah, you can. And also like we would be ha- we would be happy to come to your space and have a word with all the cosmonauts because that is how you know what is exactly going on and being in touch with cosmonauts is like uh more of a good thing to do. Absolutely. So anyone that wants to come and ask questions, now's the time. Um I just did want to point out one thing about your community. Um I joined your Telegram and everyone seems like super excited, super friendly and very very helpful with any questions. So your community is showing a lot of support for you guys. You guys are doing the great uh, right thing. Yeah, so- we are really, you know, uh, thankful to the community that has been supporting uh to us since very long since we started and you know it's 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 just the community uh which has been keeping us motivated to, you know, work so hard and come up with each and everything that we are doing currently. So we are really grateful to our community and the people who are supporting us since start. And again I would like to add one point over here like Uh, Comdex as uh, entire project is basically a community-driven project. All the things that we have done till now is basically we have done it in a fair way, and we also did a very fair launch. And even the token we did a LB, we followed the LBP model, and we wanted uh, the community to decide the price of our token and then uh, start uh, trading because we believe that uh, community uh, it should be uh, community first, and then uh, you can take things forward with it. Were you guys happy with the LBP and how that worked out on Osmosis? 
Like, did everything go smoothly in your eyes, or was there anything that you wished went better, or what do you think? Uh, yeah, so basically, LBP model for us was more like a success to us because uh, at the end of trading, that we thought uh, the price decided by community is again uh, somewhat fair to what we had in our mind. And post that, since uh, the time when we are listed in Osmosis Dex, uh, like the daily volumes and even the uh, TVL of our both the pools is somewhat like it's high. And we are also incentivizing externally in contact in Osmosis pools currently in Osmo Atom and in uh, in Osmo and CMDX and Atom and CMDX pools. So we are happy with the entire process. So uh, as far like it's concerned to answer your question, that's awesome. Right. Well, congratulations. That definitely, I you know, I just ask because you're one of the first coins to ever do an LBP, you know, so um, that's going like we're going to see so many other new projects do that process uh, over the next year or two. And uh, I think that's cool that that you guys were one of the first to um, to do that and uh, be a part of it. So congratulations to you and your team for um, the success of of uh, osmosis. Definitely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, that was kind of, you know, a huge milestone that we have achieved in our journey, right? Uh, no investors, no VCs backing up. It's all community that, that's been uh, discovered the price of our token and, you know, been there since start. So, yeah, that was kind of huge to us. I, I, I can tell you as a, um, you know, one of the people that got the airdrop that when I got the airdrop, um, I immediately started researching and, and you know looking further into Comdex, and that's just a really nice way to give back to the community and get them engaged in the uh, project. Yeah, exactly. And as said, we are a community-driven project, right? So airdrops are like uh, uh, incentivizing community for what they are doing for us, how they are supporting us, and we'll be keeping that in mind as well. You know, a lot of tokens are coming up of. Comdex, so you know potential chances of more airdrops, <laughs> but can't promise anything now with the just plan down the line. Gotcha. Uh, one question um, from one of our audience: uh, Will we be will be able to use the synthetic assets for anything like collateral? Oh uh, yeah, again that is something we have again in our roadmap that. Once you mint a particular C asset, uh, you can just again keep taking a leverage position, and you can uh, use your current minted C assets as a collateral, and you can uh, take a exposure to other commodities. That is something we have down a roadmap, uh, but then the timeline for it again would be explained in the blog that when we are trying to pull that off. But then we again want users to leverage their position and use the uh, minted C assets, which can be used as a collateral in our platform. And then uh, we can can take exposure to more and more commodities listed in our protocol, in our product. Hey, Tricky, go ahead and speak. What's up, guys? Just want to do a first off say thanks to the Convex team for uh, giving us their time and sharing with the community. Um, of course, as always, thanks to the host. Um, so my question is, do you guys already have planned on your roadmap, um, like the next synthetics that will be listed? Um, and how does that go? Is it Will it go through a governance proposal to be approved and launched on the protocol? Or what would that look like? 
Oh yeah, actually that's a very great question. So basically, uh, like initially in the bootstrapping phase, like I mentioned, we'll go with certain commodities. But going down the line, as and when required, like when we plan to add more uh, more commodities to our platform, we would be going ahead with governance, wherein again the uh, token utility of Comdex will come into picture. Holders of CMDX token uh, can vote on the proposal and make sure what can be listed and what what you guys as a community think the best possible uh, commodities are and it will be done through governance proposals uh, like that is something which we have in our roadmap but then again to answer your question uh, in a very detailed way uh, i guess uh, that is the thing that we are planning to go ahead with but then if uh, again that is uh, uncertain to certain restrictions but that is the way we are looking to go ahead with awesome thank so you that's yeah All right. Um, if there's any questions, please raise your hand. Request to uh, speak. If not, uh, we might wrap this up here shortly. But speaking on governance, it's it's kind of like a um, a thing around in the IBC, and people are are very used to it now. So I'm really happy to hear that you will be using that model. Looking, I mean, um, you know, in the future to keep your project going because involving the community is a really, really big, important part yeah absolutely absolutely like uh, uh like governance comes plays a very huge role in any in any uh, in any chain or in any product like we want to make sure that we are aligned with the vision and our vision is aligned with the users who are using our protocol so governance is the best way to interact with the users and understand what is their thought process uh, and if our thought process is aligned to theirs and that is how we plan to go ahead with things. It's so all like refreshing to hear you guys just like having your hands, you know, with like a pulse on the community, you know, and not just like going off and doing what you think best, or actually, you know, interacting with the community and taking your feedback and implementing that as you go. That's, you know, like you guys all said, that's super important to involve your community. And so I just want to, you know, applaud you guys for doing that. Yeah, um, exactly. So like uh, adding to that, you know, uh, taking feedback from the community on this page, you know, uh, what we are going to do is before uh, releasing the mainnet of our web application, that is the decentralized synthetics exchange will be coming up with a test net of it. So, you know, uh, community could take part in it. Community can uh, give us the feedback if, you know, they think something could be changed or something could be made better over there. So and also that will be incentivized. Right. So, you know, uh, people can come to us, you know, they can suggest us if they find a bug, you know, we'll be running a bug bounty program as well. So, you know, uh, we'll be taking a lot of feedback from the community because we are building for community, right? So they can participate in our incentivized testnet and give their opinions what could be done to make our uh, decentralized web app more feasible and, you know, more powerful. Um, and if we do want to participate in the testnet, um, do you have a Discord set up to request like faucet tokens and stuff like that, or will it be done through Telegram? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, having a uh, Discord set up, right? But then again, all the details about the testnet will be released soon. Yeah. So coming to the point of faucet, so basically uh, we'll be coming up with a blog just for the testnet thing, uh, wherein we'll be mentioning the steps how you how a user can participate in the testnet environment, how we can claim his faucet tokens, just to go around with the system and just to try hands on 
like uh, feel and feel the experience of a product. Uh, so you'll be maybe getting faucet tokens and I guess a blog just especially for that would be coming up there on how to participate on a testnet environment. And again, once the testnet is done and once all the security audits are done, uh, like then 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 that's what then then uh, that is when we plan our mainnet thing because we want to make sure that uh, everything is good to go and then only uh, things will go ahead. So testnet is something which we have currently in our roadmap, which is the next uh, go-to thing, uh, and for which the announcements will be out soon, anytime soon. Thank you, thank you very much, Conduct Steam. I appreciate the time you're taking um, to be with the cosmonauts today. It's been a great night. Um, any last words before um, we switch topics? Yep. So uh, it was really nice uh, talking to you all and all the cosmonauts, IBC gang, right? So we are kind of excited and the questions, you know, we always appreciate our questions that you guys have and uh, we would like to answer each and every questions. And this is this is the key, right? We come to Twitter spaces, we connect directly to our community and uh, convey our thoughts to them. They give their opinion and we keep on building the product. We keep on building the community and the ecosystem, right? So this is how it goes and this will how it will be going uh, going forward this year and further. So we are extremely happy to what we are doing and we are excited as well uh, regarding our web application that we are coming up and other products. So stay tuned. <laughs> I'm excited as well. I can't wait for you guys to launch and I can buy some oil with my Adam. <laughs> yeah. Oil, gold, you know, silver, everything. It's going to be amazing. Thank you guys amazing. for coming. Thank you. Thank uh, you much again and uh, guys, yeah, go ahead it was great talking to you guys thank you for having us here yeah thanks guys for having us yeah so this was like a chill place for me to come you know uh this is not the first time i'm coming over here in the twitter spaces so it's like you know all, all my weekend i just you know uh come over here and listen to all the people speaking around different uh, different projects ecosystems so that's a great place and you know that's a great great initiative taken by eric Gaines and the team uh, whole cosmos spaces team so huge congratulations to you guys Thank you very much. Yeah, we created this space to connect the IBC gang with you guys and to create a very, you know, friendly um, place to, to talk. So appreciate it. We'll see you guys around and we'll, we're going to uh, uh, pay very close attention to the roadmap in case there's any like milestones and we can share them here. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Thanks a lot, guys, once again. Everybody make sure to give Comdex team a follow on the Comdex page. and. Hop in that telegram so you can stay up to date because sounds like another way to get airdrops by being involved in Comdex. So, when everybody loves airdrops, seriously, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of them, but I can't reveal anything. <laughs> Here we go with the alpha. Revealed enough, yep. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, next time, maybe the uh, Cosmonauts won't be so shy with, with the team up here and they'll, you know, come up here and ask some questions. Yeah, I have seen a lot of people have asked so many questions in the comment section of the post, right? But then again, it's it's like, you know, everybody can, can't match the time uh, when we are going because, you know, the community is spread around the globe. 
It is. And like I said, um, you guys are really, really popular. I always see people asking questions in the Telegram chat. And I like how you pay close attention to those people in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we do keep uh, we do make sure you know that we answer each and every one, and you know we we just have everyone with us. Thanks, rhythm. So what's up, cosmonauts? There you have it, AMA with Comdex team. Uh, won't be it won't be the last AMA either. This was kind of I, I think our our second one, our official second AMA. Uh, we're going to continue to have these AMAs. Um, and uh, yeah. I'm going to change my, I guess, my profile here real quick. What's going on, Eric? How you doing, man? I'm Anyone doing pretty good. I'm doing... Sorry, Eric. No problem, dude. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, man. Just enjoyed. Dude, we got uh, some competition tonight and tomorrow, man. We got the UFC fight tonight, and then we got the Super Bowl tomorrow. But ours is early in the Super Bowl. Do people right? like more or spaces or, or sports? Luckily, we scheduled this before the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl is going to be a little like, I think it starts like three, I want to say, or something, or something like that. A little later. So enough time to get all settled in and, you know, have an early morning space, get some food in your belly, and get ready for some football. So everybody make sure to go to Haas's page and, you know, check out the reminder for uh, the space tomorrow he's got going. He's going to have a, a fun one as usual for you. And, you know, he's going to be bringing that passion. So I'm going to pin the reminder up on the the space so everybody can check it out and retweet it and set the reminders. Nice. Waiting for that one. Cool. I can actually share it. Where's Cosmo? What, what teams are playing tomorrow? Oh, man. Is that a real question? <laughs> I don't even know. You don't follow football that much? Uh, no, no. I don't either, man. I don't know. I just Yeah, I have no idea. <clears throat> you haven't been watching Joey B slang it? Man, dude, it's been some good football. It's definitely going to be like a couple hours and I'm away from crypto, which is very rare. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what time does it start? Usually starts like at five thirty. Uh, is that UTC? Depends <laughs> on where you live. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm over on the West Coast where we wake up and football starts. You know. Oh man! Uh, I don't have to stay up till midnight watching, <laughs> watching games. So, five p.m. Central Time, Eric. Yeah, that's right. That sounds pretty cool. I'll probably be at my parents. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Hey, there he is. Haas is in here. You probably heard us talking about him. He's been here, dude. What? I didn't yeah. see him. He's been yeah, here. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> what the heck, man? Come up here and speak, dude. Jacob's in here. Mayor's in here. They're all here. Yeah, I know you guys got questions. What uh, What's the favorite thing that happened this week in the Cosmos? Which one do you think is going to be first? Is it going to be Raw or RAC, Rack? Which one is going to be listed first? Raccoon, I think it's going to be Rack, Raccoon for sure. The Raccoon one? Yeah, because they said like you have two weeks to verify and then they're going to burn and then drop. Raw what? still has to wait what? for like a 
contracts to be audited. What is Raccoon? Is it an <laughs> NFT platform or what? What is it? I've never seen it before. It's somebody that's good at marketing. <laughs> They're doing like a coin airdrop, and then you're also going to get NFT airdrops. Yeah, those NFTs look pretty cool. And it was Yo, what's good, guys? What up, Hoss? Not much. Just listening, watching some some boxing right now, and just listening in. Nice. You watching the UFC fights? Nah, I might get them actually. I don't know. Oh, you're watching boxing, boxing. Yeah, I got Dazzin. I don't know. You guys ever heard of that? Uh, it's like a Netflix for boxing. I went with the zone. I thought that yeah, was I don't know how they get the zone out of D-A-Z-N, but I always call it Dazzin. But, uh, yeah, I, um, it's really good. There's always good fights on. It's like $100 for a whole year subscription, and there's always legit fights on, like almost every weekend. It's so worth it. No, I don't have it, but I – would like it. Yeah, you should look into it, man. It's like it's literally like a Netflix for boxing. You can just watch live fights, and there's always good fights on there too. Like uh, the very first one I ever watched is when Canelo Alvarez fought in uh, Dallas's stadium, and I looked at it and I, I seen it was a hundred bucks. I was like, oh, that's pretty expensive for pay per view. But then I read the whole thing, like you get a whole subscription, and it was the best a hundred dollars I ever invested in. It was. It's good, good entertainment for sure. Sounds like when they have the WWE network, now it's Peacock, but like you got access to every pay per view, every weekly show, backstage content. It was like 15 bucks a month. Wait, that's how <laughs> what Peacock started as? No, no, no. Sorry. Like WWE networks have moved all their content to Peacock. Oh, Peacock's been oh, like oh, NBC3, oh, man. My bad. My bad. I've misled you. Very good. Yeah, it's, like, hey, it, dude, that'd it's, be funny to start like that. <laughs> like, it's solid. Like, I got to watch, uh, I don't know if you guys follow boxing at all, but I'm a real big boxing fan. Like, Usyk's fight against jo- uh, J- uh, Jacobs is on there. Uh, like, a few different Canelo Alvarez fights. You know, like, just one one pay-per-view, you pretty much get your whole money back for the whole year, and it's just like you're free-rolling after that. So, it's definitely worth it. Dude, yeah, I have but, so many subscriptions right now, though. Like, seriously, like HBO, Netflix, Hulu. Nah, I know. Trust oh, me. I don't even have cable. I have YouTube fun. TV. Like, I just, I, I was like, oh, I'll cut back because cable's ridiculous. And then I get YouTube TV and, and every subscription you can have. So it's definitely more than I'm probably paying just for, ca- <laughs> just for cable. But I want YouTube TV just to be able to play videos without my phone being on, just to be able to listen to them like a podcast. That's the only reason I want it. We need like subscription DAO. You you be yeah, part of the DAO and you get subscription to everything. We all share the same <laughs> password. <laughs> we'll call it D sub. That's the token. Gets you all access to the to the password. Jeez. Yeah, but I'm pretty bullish on Comdex, by the way. I that's one of my biggest bags I have. My uh my Comdex and Osmo pull, I got a lot. Unfortunately, I got a lot more comdex than i really anticipated in that poll but it's all good what are you just trying what are you trying to um get oil or uh what's what's one of the commodities on your on your list probably gold for the most part just a nice little position in gold but i just like the whole concept of it because the synth the the, uh derivatives market is trillions and trillions of dollars and if comdex can just take like a little minuscule slice of the pie so to speak we're all gonna win so and I think it easily can. So it's definitely a cool 
uh, utility, so to speak, and anything that can bring more, uh, you know, utility to any of our tokens is pretty cool. So I'm, I'm bullish on it. So for a guy like me and a test for all those who were here, I unfortunately had no offense to Comdex or Rhythm. I missed the entire conversation. I walked in, Marty said, thanks for talking. So who can give me the, the most interesting points about the, about the project? Well, I mean, what you can do is, there. I don't know exactly all the IBC tokens, but it's going to be all the blue chips at least, that you'll be able to wrap that into a C and basically use your token as like collateral to get uh, exposure to synthetics. Like right now, I think they're starting with gold, silver, oil. I know they want, I, I'm not sure if it's wheat as well. Like things, things like that. It's just essentially synthetics of, it's like a derivative. And if you study derivatives at all, like the derivative market is gigantic. Um, it's like just a gigantic market. So quadrillions. Yeah. Quadrillions. So instead of you have to buy stock and, and have like antiquated ways of, of getting exposure to it, you'll be able to just wrap your, you know, your IBC assets and just basically get exposure that way. Instead of like having to sell your crypto and then go the old school way of getting exposure, you'll be, this is like the modern way, web three way of getting exposure. I think it's going to be gigantic and it's definitely not, you know, not financial advice, but I would feel you know, pretty bullish on at least getting some exposure. I know that I am. As soon as it launches, I will be getting plenty of exposure. Not to be a fighter on, like, just to question, I don't know if the, the team actually answered it, but, like, isn't that similar to what Doe got served for? Like, isn't that, they, they, the mirror, they got, he got served by the SEC for mirror protocol, right? Because they didn't want um, people to have access to synthetic stocks, and that's why Binance got into a lot of trouble. So I'm just wondering if they, like, found a way around that or something. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I never really looked into that part. I know, though, uh, anytime you can make a stable coin and get better interest rates than bonds, that always draw, draws a problem because the government, you know, they don't want people, these corporations and all that, not to want bonds because that's just like takes away from what they got going on. So, you know, they they look at stable coins like UST as a direct threat to their their operations so i don't know if that had anything to do with the mere protocol and what's with him but you know they do try to crack down on on stable coins unfortunately because if you were running a corporation why wouldn't you want to just you know use mirror or um you know anchor protocol or throw money into osmosis stable coin pairings like you just it's like guaranteeing money way better than a bond could ever yield Sure. Seems like they got a good thing going, man, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I know this is a little alpha, but they met with Osmosis team quite a few times. And I know one time they were in, I think it was Miami, and some of the guys from the foundation, they didn't have, they had nothing but good things to say about their team. So that kind of gave me, get, you know, made me more bullish as well on Comdex. I mean, I don't personally know any of them, but I always get good vibes from them, and I always get good vibes from people that speak about them. So. I don't mean to apply to the teams like out for out, like they're bad actors in the space or anything. Like I'm sure they have great ideas. I'm just curious about the legalities. That's the only question I have, really. Yeah, I, I understand that. We're all kind of like that with everything, you know. It's just like on a on a ledge, on a cliff. But I think I think it's just going to get mass adopted everywhere for all these cryptos, and especially with IBC. So, I mean, that's all we can at least hope for.
I know I'm going down with the ship, so I'm either sinking or, or floating, and I, that's just the way I'm rolling. Yeah, Izzy, I think they're going to, like, go after synthetics and make them regulated as, like, as much as they can. Like, it's going to be at the point where they can't really stop it, so they're just going to have to find a way to regulate it. And I think that's, like, one of the type of platforms that they make kind of, like, KYC first. Because you're right, like, the Binance thing, they came down on them hard when they had those tokenized stocks. And that's just going around the SEC and everybody. And that's like the first thing that they'll go after. But like Luna, I think that's a different story. Like I think that they're going to stable coins, I think are going to be okay. It's just, they're going to have to be like, you know, the government has to have a way to make money off of it too. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. There's definitely going to be regulations on things like that. I mean, it's just, it's just bound to happen. And I think, you know, as much as I don't like regulations, I think it'll probably be a good thing because regulations will bring uh, confidence into people that have, you know, billion dollar portfolios and billion dollars in their assets and stuff like that. So the more regulations and clarity will only bring in, I want to say all the boomer money, so to speak, you know, all the, all the real money. So or, instead of crypto only being worth a few trillion, it could be worth hundreds of trillions, you know, so. That makes a lot of sense. Like, I think there's the weird, like, teeter-totter to strike in regards to regulation and, like, letting people do their own thing. Like, I, I, I completely agree. Like, when you start having this Wild West type of world and, there, and you live by the, the Ethereum classic code is law type situation, you just get people trying to figure out the cheapest way to hack each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, IBC's been the way, I mean, so. Hell yeah. And clear cut that, you know. There hasn't been any bullshit that's happened so far, and I don't think it really will be because it's just the best tech. So, hey, hey guys, enjoy the conversation. But um, as far as regulation, I think it's it's just an interesting time because I think like all of 2019 and 2020, there wasn't it wasn't big enough for them to notice, but now that a lot of the just a lot of money is flowing into DeFi. Like it's starting to get big enough to where the SEC is going to have to take notice. And that's, what's interesting. Like (laughs) Haas, when you say I'm going down with the ship, it's like, yeah, man, if we get some good regulation, like you said, the, the big, the heavy boomer money is going to come, come moving in. If we get um, positive regulation. Yeah. I mean, my, my vision of crypto probably within the next like two to three years is, it'll eventually get to the point where the yields on crypto will be similar to what stock yields are. That's what I think. I mean, and then that, that just obviously means the people in right now, like us are just going to just benefit so much from it. You know, it'll, instead of like, you're looking at your portfolio, depending on how much you have, you see a crazy swing, you know, like my, my swings right now, I don't even care. It's, but it's just like, there's a lot of people wouldn't be able to handle it. They wouldn't be able to stomach it. Like I, I one of the strategies that I was going to touch on yes tomorrow is I had a guy sending me stuff about like the Shea Protocol um, airdrop. Like he's like, I'm I'm down eight thousand dollars from this. And I'm, I said to him, he didn't he didn't answer me, so I already answered my question. But I said that, that obviously meant you sold then because you you know you're only you only qualified for the shade airdrop. I think it was November seventh or de- December thirteenth if you you um delegated 
Adam, Luna, or Secret. So in order for you to technically be down, that means you either just staked it just for this airdrop, which is not advisable, and then two, you sold at a loss, which obviously is not advisable, or three, you're just over leveraged and that made you sell, which that's you shouldn't be over leveraged at all. So he said all that stuff and because one of the things I can I can't stomach is when people complain about free tokens. Like it's like the most like ungrateful thing that you can possibly do is like, oh, I only got two point five shade or my <laughs> airdrop was like it's like, dude, are you kidding me? Like go get free anything from anywhere like i i've been in stocks my whole life i never got anything for free you know it's like google didn't just give me a free share because i was like in it early or anything like yeah it, now it's interesting because yeah i hear what you're saying and it's like people with airdrops like they don't get it like you know there there's a lot of ups and downs with it you know it's it's you either you're gonna have to decide you're gonna hold it for the long run or you know take half of it off the table i mean there's a lot of different strategies but um you know back to what you're saying about just comdex and and the synthetics it's like i think more, the more and more capital that starts moving into it like i think regulation would be a good thing if we could get some positive regulation in 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 crypto Sooner or later, they're going to have to take notice. I think they were just, they're just standing back and watching, you know, and it's like the government moves so slow and the sector is moving so fast. I don't think they can keep up. Also, yeah, there's, really nothing, there's really nothing to do to like completely shut it, shut it down, so to speak. They just have to get on board. I mean, it, the people get what they want, you know, that's just how it is. Like, yeah, as much as I don't like the government a lot of times, but they, they do still technically work for us, whether we believe it or not, but. <laughs> you kind of have to give us what we want like if everyone you know because the way i get more bullish about it is you see states adopting it you know you have like unfortunately not being political but it's mainly red red states they're yeah all, florida they're embra- texas yeah they're in Bra- in wyoming like they're embracing it so it's like if if it starts with one state and keeps spreading out eventually it'll just be mass adopted even in america so it's like you know and there's already all kind of different countries, most, ma- mainly Latin countries. They're just embracing crypto fully. So, yeah, in the India news coming out like a couple of weeks ago that they're going to just tax crypto, which I mean, they're putting a big tax on, on crypto in India. But that's like the most populated country in the world, like 1.2 billion people. So that, that's that's positive direction there, too. But um, quick thing on Comdex. I got I got in late to the room also are is the pool already up and running in in osmosis oh yeah it's been on there like you can get comdex and adam and and osmo and and comdex it's been it's been actually up. still the aprs are still really good too like yeah with external, like i could tell you right now I, I was looking at the um the the is it the simile the simile and the osmosis that that the um incentives on that are like 185 or something like percent on the yeah so solomon osmo right now with swap fees and everything it is uh, a little over 188 (laughs) it's getting a good adjustment for next week's uh on friday it'll get a nice bump up so it'll, it'll it'll start at 256 on friday compared to what what's right in you know th- that's not calculating with if someone just throws a bunch in there but yeah right now so, 
it's going to be competitive. So the way it works is it gets adjusted every Friday. And then if, as more, if more liquidity pours into the pool, the percentage goes down, correct? Is that how yeah. it works? And the way the incentives get worked out, like the, the share of the pie, so to speak, the Osmo percentages, it's based off of the volume for the, so the more volume, more trades and all that, that's the more allocation. That's why like you look at Osmo and Adam, you know, like the seven day volume was uh, over 135 million and there's over 425 million. It's 427 million plus in that pool. And it's still like a very competitive pool. Like it's 83% APR still mm-hmm. with that much liquidity in that pool. So yeah, it's basically based off of like total value and volume and all that. So the more volume, the better. And so with, with adjusting every Friday, the percentage rates that 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 deals with the volume or what's what the actual liquidity is in the pool i don't know it'd be interesting to get um one of the osmo guys to help explain i'm sure it's written down somewhere in there yeah i mean i've shared it before i can i can post it there's a there's a spreadsheet like if you ever if you ever go in the osmo telegram chat and you just type in hashtag spreadsheet it'll okay right up but yeah i mean that's basically the way in a nutshell that's the way it is like it's voted on each week and there's a certain formula that you know it's basically volume is king you know like if you're in a poll like for example the highest weekly volume in osmosis last week was osmo and ust it was 171 million 37,000 plus just last week volume so like it gets a nine percent increase which means like nine percent more of osmo incentives per week go, go through that pool so like it started at like right now it's at like 138.27 and next week it'll be at 150.95. So like the more volume, like that you're just going to get more incentives thrown. Okay. That's good to know, man. That's good to know. So like, I always call them like the way I use it, I just call them blue chips. So like, like my blue chips are Osmo and Adam, Osmo and Luna, Osmo and UST, Osmo and Secret, Osmo and Juno. Um, Right now, like those are pretty much like the blue chips. Like each week, those polls stay very competitive compared to like how much vol- to- total volume locked is in there. So it's like, you know, if you're not trying to yield just per, per se like the highest APRs, but want like a pool that kind of r- they run together and it's like really both, you know, like people are always get they get so enamored about in, in permanent loss. But it's like if I get more Adam in one, one day than I do Osmo or more Luna or more, you know, vice versa. I don't care. Cause I'm bullish on all of them. So it's like, I don't, I don't care about that stuff. It's like, I'm in like my positions in those polls are just like long-term. I'm not unbonding ever. I just considered it like, <laughs> that's just, I'm just yeah. eating up the swap fees for life. Basically. Yeah. I remember you said that, like you said that a couple of weeks ago and it took me, it took a while for me to, to, for that to settle in, in in my head and just be like, yeah, it's like the long game. It, I mean, if, if you're a believer in the technology, man, and I think a lot of us are here, it's like, like you said, if you're in the right pools, it doesn't matter, man. You're going to get one token over the other, right? And you're you're getting great yield. So, yeah, yeah. It just it's good to get income to buy other projects. I think that's yeah. exactly what I do. So, like, what I'll do too, like. So I'm not going to lie, when Comdex first listed, they didn't have Osmo incentives. And like APR was so ridiculous 
Like I made so much on the first like two or three days because I was in the uh, Osmo and Comdex pool before like Osmo even had any incentives. Like Comdex for like three days or two or three days had like just externals and no one technically even kind of knew about it. So like I was in there hard before there was there wasn't even a million dollars of liquidity in that pool. And like I just got a bunch of it and then I just kept compounding. And I'm not gonna lie, like I unbonded a little bit of it of it because I get such a I get to a certain point where like I'm just kind of overexposed in some of those pools. So what I'll do is like I'll unbond some of it and then I'll just take that that uh Comdex and Osmo position and funnel it back into what I call blue chips, you know, the Osmo Luna and Osmo Adam. And like I just rinse and repeat. And then I just get like such a good position and like the like I always keep calling them the blue chips. It's like I feel like they're going to be here forever. Those those tokens, no matter what. So it's like, whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe the APRs are only ninety percent, which is still ridiculously high. It's like I don't care. It's just I'm I'm just building up those pools, and while I farm these other new tokens, just keep cycling it, so to speak. So yeah, man, it's it's good just to remind myself about because you know I'm still kind of new to the liquidity pool stuff, but it's there's definitely a good a better strategy. You know, and, and some people might just want to do one pool. That's that's cool. That's whatever whatever's good for them. You know, like if you don't have that much time to focus on it, you know, throw it in a really good pool and let it sit for you know four or five yeah, months. Sure, I, f- I feel like everyone in here is probably, especially if you've been in here long enough, that you're probably really bullish on Osmo and Adam. It's like just throw it in that pool if you just want to chill out. I mean, it's it's over eighty percent APR. It's like that's so high. You know, you might look at like a new pool like Osmo and Psalm, or it's like two hundred percent. You're like, oh, I want to go for that. I'm not saying you don't go for it, but if you want something steady, that you know, for the most part, Osmo and Adam kind of kind of run together. I mean, a lot lately, Osmo has been outperforming Adam for for a while, but it's like, okay, well, I got more Adam tokens now. Okay, I don't really care. I think a lot of people kind of get thrown off when they look at all these numbers on Osmosis and they see like. You know, 170 percent, 200 percent. They're like, "Oh my God, why would I hop into a, you know, with a 50 percent pool on AKT Osmo?" And then you have to go back and ask yourself, like, what was the staking percentage on Cardano again, or even on Ethereum? Like four? I think it's four percent. Sometimes it just requires a shift in perspective. But I think it's hilarious at the kind of gains you can make right now, LPing or even staking in the Cosmos. Oh, yeah. Which is incredible, but let's not forget as well. Just on a side note, that the uh, Osmosis thirdening is coming up soon, and the Juno halvening is coming up soon. You're going to probably see decreases in inflation on both of those. So maybe for anybody listening, not financial advice, uh, <laughs> you might want to get in while the getting's you know as good. Yeah, because the thirdening happens in June for Osmo, but I just think that's just going to jack the price up even higher. So. Really maybe not the APRs, so if not in it now. Yeah, I mean, it pays to get early, man. Like, I, I get in early on all these tokens, like SOM, you know, my airdrop. That I don't even know how many t- times that already X'd already, but it's it's already ran up. You know, like, these tokens, when they li- when they list, like, Comdex, I remember, I remember when I got Juno, it was like $4. I got a real big bag at $4, like... I mean, you just get in early and just <laughs> like whatever you're willing to technically lose. Like I, I'm, I'm willing to lose a lot, so I don't really care. I just, I just get in early and then hope for the best. You know, I just do my research. I'm like, I think Juno's going to be big. I'm grabbing a bunch at four dollars, and then like Psalm, same thing. 
uh, whatever, whatever, um, Evmos comes out, I'm just, I'm, I'm going hard on that one. That's, I haven't been as bullish on any token since Osmo. So when, when Evmos is, when that gets launched, that's, I'm going in for that one. I feel that I'm, I am actively mining my fiat to, uh, <laughs> to buy Evmos. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be gigantic. So I'm, I'm grabbing it. Do you think that do we have any idea if they're gonna do like an LBP or anything like that, or do they have a price discovery mechanism in mind? I, I honestly don't know what they're gonna do with that. I don't think they're doing an LBP. I think they're gonna do the airdrop first and then they're gonna list after on osmosis. I guess they have enough hype that they wouldn't need to do a price discovery. They're just gonna pick a price and watch it jump. Yeah. No, but LBPs are the best way for like new projects. The like Comdex did it, Region did it, Stars did it, Comdex did it. I don't know if I'm forgetting anyone else, but that that's a solid mm-hmm. way of like fast price. Do we got any new people that want to come up and ask questions? Anyone new to um, staking or Cosmos? I have a question. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, I do have a freak question for you guys. Like, how cool would it be? to um grab these um like commodities and be able to transfer them to your buddies like you think that's in store because they they weren't trying to leak too much alpha but can you imagine just being able to send your friend hey like here's some gold and sending you some gold check your wallet yeah i don't see why that would be that'd be cool like if they worked with secret somehow and became like a secret asset and you can send it privately too that'd be even more dope (laughs) Oh, like I'm sending you some gold right now. Like, and no one even knows because it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's just a private, uh, private message, basically. Can you transfer secret assets? I only wonder because, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can send, you can send secret, Osmo, Adam, uh, well, soon Juno, but Luna, UST. You can send all those privately. Pretty soon, Chihuahua. Yeah, it's cool. You just send it as you send it to the person's secret address, and they just have to have a private key. So they'll have to, you have to use secret gas to get that that private key, so to speak. So like, I have like all the private keys for like all the all the assets because I have multiple wallets. So sometimes I'll send one of the assets from one wallet to the other secretly. Damn. But yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Cause I mean, like realistically, like say you're my boy, and like I was gonna send you money, like on PayPal. The whole world doesn't know about it. Why? Why? Why isn't that the same way with, uh, you know, with with crypto? Why, if I'm gonna send you fifty dollars, like why does everyone on the whole blockchain world have to know about that? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't think it, I, that's the only thing I don't like about blockchain. Like I, I like it and I don't. It's like I shouldn't. The whole world shouldn't know if I was sending my mother like a hundred dollars, like. You know, it's just stupid. My that's the only thing I don't like about it. I mean, that's the really cool thing about secret NFTs, right? Is that you can list and not like dox yourself. Yeah, I didn't buy any. I haven't had any NFTs in my life until secret, like until stash and all that. Now it's like I'm addicted because I just think it's cool. And like I sold, I sold one because this guy was real active and he wanted to be a part of the Redacted Club. And I'm like, all right, I'll I'll sell one of my. One, you know, one to you for because you want to be a part because they have like a DAO. So I'm like, I'll sell you one, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's cool because like, no, it's not on a blockchain. Like, it just it just shows that you interacted with Secret, but it doesn't say like, hey, I I sold this NFT to this person for this much, and then 
now now that person can track your wallet for life, you know, or anyone else. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of that feature. It's it's not even the fact that like you think you have to hide something. I just think it's kind of your right, you know. It's like why do you have you should be able to be private and do things without the whole world knowing. Mm-hmm. I believe it, man. I believe it. I think it's kind of just like our right, you know. It's like it's just. I, and you know what's cool too? Like I could foresee, you know, NFTs being everything. So, you know, like titles, like your car, like a like a title to your home or real estate. Like I think everything will eventually be on blockchain. So I think like secret could be a part of that. You know, you have your real estate transaction just on the blockchain. So you can always provide proof if you wanted to, like here, here's my deed of my home or whatever. Like I think it could be I think NFTs could be everything. Hey, Del Rey, what's up? Del Rey? Hey, hello, fellas. How you doing? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Another day alive, right? Um, <laughs> I, I just have a question in regards to Comdex. Uh, I just got lost when the guy was trying to explain how you create the synthetic asset. Uh, I got lost in that. If someone can expand on that for me, please. Yeah, so... You're going to be able to take any of your IBC assets, especially like the, the bigger ones, and you'll be able to send it over kind of like, like osmosis, so to speak. You'll be able to send it over to Comdex and you'll be able to take that asset and turn it into a C asset. So like, like Osmo, for example, it'll be like C Osmo. And then with that, it'll be one-to-one -one value of whatever the total amount is. And then you'll be able to essentially swap that to like, gold or silver or oil and then that's that's kind of your exposure so to speak does that make any sense okay okay yeah of yeah course. so that's that's basically how it's going to work and then oh, okay and then i, I, I kind of got lost when because I, I i thought that it was like i had this bar of gold and i'm going to turn it into a synthetic bar of gold i don't know if you know what i mean yeah i mean technically it's it's a synthetic because i mean you know everything's a synthetic you know, because it's like you don't physically own the, the gold like you, it's not in your hands. So that's kind of what the synthetic means. It's just you're getting exposure and you could do that right now with stocks like you can you can get exposure to commodities. And it's just a way of you getting exposure to commodities without physically having to sell your crypto to fiat and then go the old antiquated way of, of getting exposure to, you know, like wheat. And they're going to have it. It's probably going to okay. be those commodities. But that's kind of how it's going to work. Okay. This makes perfect sense now. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Does anyone else have any questions? Any questions doesn't have to be about Comdex. I mean, I don't know how you want to run the space gains, but like any Cosmos newbie with any questions at all, don't feel shy. Yeah, feel free. feel free to come up. I see we have Patrick that requested to speak. What's up, Patrick? Also, shout out to Timmy's new profile picture. I didn't, I didn't recognize him until now. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Patrick? Hey, uh, I'm just like, I want to clarify. This might be a stupid question. Uh, but like, so the price of the sea gold or the synthetic asset, like, it doesn't get affected when people start buying and trading this synthetic asset. It's still pegged to the actual people that are trading it in the real derivatives. 
that's a great, that's a great question. You know what she should ask them, but I'm pretty sure that's the way it's going to work. It's going to just be pegged to what the actual value of it is in the traditional market. But I don't want to say for a hundred percent certainty that's the way it's going to work. That would have been a great question to ask them. I was going to ask, but then it was ending, and then I it's too late. <laughs> but that's a that's not a stupid question. That's actually a great question. So I don't Let's know why get an answer. You Let's give us a disclaimer. That's like next level question that's a good question actually yeah no that's other protocols would do right i think they use they would use like a i I feel like i heard somebody say band protocol like that kind of idea like they use an oracle to keep pegging the prices i think that's what they're gonna do they're gonna use band to do that so like if you're not bullish let's say on the oil commodity itself if you think it's shifting to more green energy then you are pretty much just banking on an asset that you don't fully believe in at that point. Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably only invest in, I mean, just in general, with stuff that you actually truly believe in. But yeah, that's why I'm just going with gold at first when I do it, because it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of always pretty steady for the most part. If you like look at gold, it's kind of always steady. Same thing with silver. What's up, Bannon? So- Hey, uh, just real quick before I get into my question. Did they mention whether or not they can uh, host any short positions on Comdex? No, they didn't go into detail. I don't think nobody asked that question. Oh, okay. Um, well, I have been seeing some some interesting tweets about uh, Netta and Somlier, but I know nothing about those projects. Do you guys want to touch on that? Like, are they related or like what they do? Just what what they are. I haven't had the time to look into either of them. Lynette is definitely at one tricky's area of expertise here, in my opinion. If he wants to take the the mic on that one. Well, I mean, I guess to start with Netto, that's just basically just like a store of value. There's a finite amount of it, and it's actually getting burned, so it's going to be, you know, it's deflationary. So that's kind of what that is. And Salmier is essentially, I don't know exactly what it's all going to entail, but it's it's. Does anyone want to touch about that? Because, I, I mean, I have an idea, but I, I haven't done all my research. I just know the people are behind it are very smart. I heard it's like Aave, right? Like kind of like a lending protocol type thing. Jack called it a clearinghouse on, uh, on Cito's, like, um, stream. He called it the, the equivalent of, like, a, a clearinghouse in the financial world. But I don't know what that means oh, either. Oh, wow. I think what it's going to be doing is, for like, say someone that's, like, older and they don't want to, they don't they know what crypto is, but they have like a certain tolerance, you know, like say, hey, like I have a very um, extreme tolerance to to turbulence, so to speak. Like then what what Salmi Air will do is create like a portfolio of assets to based off of what their tolerance is. So like if it's if they just want exposure to just stable coins, I think that's kind of what they're doing. But that, I can't be 100 percent sure. Yeah. I just think they're going to be doing the investing for for people they're a financial advising chain huh that's interesting yeah i think that's something to what they're going to be doing like i said you can't quote me i just haven't done a lot of research i just know jack's involved with it so like if he's involved i'm with i'm I'm gonna invest in him because he's smart he's brilliant same thing uh who else is involved with that um zaki is it zaki yeah yeah zaki's involved yeah so like i just i just kind of do that sometimes like i'm just like 
all right, I got enough to just mess around with. I'm just going to throw some because I believe in them. So, I mean, I think- you, you think about it. I mean, that's a lot of times what people do in crypto. People invested into Cardano. It was nothing but vaporware because they like Charles so much. You know, it's like, oh, this dude's a, he's a genius. And they'll just throw all their money to him without knowing anything about whatever it is. So I'm on the sommelier like website right now. And uh, if you know what a sommelier is and like in real life, it's the guy who like is a wine expert and will pick your wines for food and kind of like pick your flavors and, and shit, right? But basically what it says is the uh, it's a bet that you're going to be a dominant player in the global economy, but it also uses the SDK. And then it says LPE providers will be able to use sommelier to author and execute, execute complex and automated financial transactions such as portfolio rebalancing, limit orders, batch orders, as well as a host of other features that traders are going to expect from DeFi, DeFi that are not available in DeFi. So it's, yeah, it sounds like it's very, like, able to execute trades, maybe manage a portfolio in a sense for you. Yeah, that's what I got the gifs of. And plus, you know, they, they're, they're bridging Ethereum, and there's so much money over there. Whether, you know, you like Ethereum or not, like, I don't have any because I think it's crap. But unfortunately... That's where all the money. That's where all the money is. So if there's a chain that's going to help bring them over and let them see the light of IBC, I'm all for it. You know, it's like because we all know, like once you touch this ecosystem, you, there's no sense of going anywhere else. It just doesn't make any sense. You're just like, all right, this is the best. It's a great customer experience. So and you know, there's probably thousands and thousands of people still in ERC twenties that never experienced IBC yet. And oh, and I'm all for anyone that's gonna help let, let that you know shed the light to them. I remember one thing that was said on Cryptocito uh by Jack about Sommelier is that like you, it'll only execute trades in a certain range. So like if you you know don't want to execute a trade in a certain range it won't so um, like automated, like portfolio rebalancing type things. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah it's it's, cool. it's some pretty next level tech. And and like you said, it is geared towards Ethereum and bringing some of that capital over. So I think I think between Ev Evmos and Sommelier, like it's pretty much reaching out to Ethereum and saying, "Hey, connect connect over here. Look 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 what's going on over here." And I think. I mean, they're both getting ready to to launch here, right? I mean, well, Evmos is at the end of this month. Yep. Oh, wow. Tricky is talking in the background. Yeah, they're also using the Gravity Bridge, and they have part of the Althea team on their team, too. So they're probably waiting, just like Osmosis, on implementing the Gravity Bridge. Yeah, they've been testing Gravity a lot. Like, you can go on. A lot of times, if you guys ever wanted to like see some alpha, like if you go on Osmo and you click polls and you scroll down to the very bottom, and then like you, you'll see it like right now on Osmo. If you go on polls and click all the way at the bottom, it'll say one out of ten for like the pages, and then you just keep scrolling all the way towards the end. And a lot of times you'll see like right now, like poll sixty six hundred thirty four will say fifty percent IBC and it has a bunch of numbers. Like those polls that don't have a name on it yet, those are the ones in testing right now. Like I shared not too long ago that there's going to be a triple poll. Poll 635 is going to be USDC, DAI, and UST. And then there's like a poll that's going to be Grav and Osmo. So you can always kind of tell when stuff's in the works. And it usually doesn't take too much longer from when it's in the works for it to be on Osmosis. 
So that's kind of stuff that I always do to check and see what's going on. That that's some good good stuff to know right there. So it's just what they're doing in the beta beta testing more or less sounds like or yeah. So they they just like start a pull up that you'll you'll look and like the t the TVL will only be like two thousand dollars, and you could just tell like they're testing it. So mm-hmm. you know they've been mm-hmm. testing that. Then you can go on GitHub and you can check their files. You have to be a little bit more tech oriented, but you can see like they've been they've been actively working on Superfluid. Like they're they've been really working on it. So like. Once that comes out, you're going to see osmosis. Not not only the price is going to jump, but there's going to be so many more cool like customer experience uh, features, like the just everything. Like I think yeah. you're going to be able to unbond certain percentages. You're going to be able to do a lot more uh, once that becomes because that's been like the team's main focus is superfluid. Mm-hmm. So once they get that, then they're going to be able to just key like focuses on like just the UX and the UI and just make it even better than it already is. And I think that's when Osmo, like you said, like that's next level stuff because they're doing that on with, with uh, in the Terra Luna stuff right now with bonded Luna, but it's not cross chain, you know? So it's like, yeah, you can, you can stick around in the Terra ecosystem and, you know, bond your Luna and then pull it over to anchor and do all that stuff, what they're doing. But to be able to do that in full blown, the full cosmos ecosystem, it's it's going to be nuts. Yeah, and when once Cosmosm comes on and there's smart contracts, there's going to be so many cool features. Like you're going to be able to, you'll be able to do all that. You're going to be able to borrow, lend. You'll be able to. It'll have, probably have order books. It's going to have so many cool things. Like that's how early we are right now. Like that's going to, we're going to look back one day and be like, oh, I remember when we had to do this, this, and this. Like it's going to be so much easier and better and just way more cool features. It's going to be awesome, man. It's all going to happen real soon, too. Like it's going to just change dramatically. I think with the super fluid staking, like I'm just going to, I'm going to try to get a, a detailed, like just a, a set way to do it that, you know, I'm comfortable with. And then just try to document like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stake it here, but then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the, the, the fluid, the fluid token, the liquid token, stake it. Then you can, you can liquefy it and then you can go put it in the pool. So like you're, you're earning your double, double dipping. So it's just a matter of getting the technique down and then just documenting everything where you got everything at. Yeah. And you're also going to be able to use your, your GAM tokens as leverage too. Like that's going to come too. So like, You'll be able to take whatever your value, like say you have like a 20K USD value in a certain pool, you're going to be able to take that and use and and essentially borrow against it so you can get more funds. So it's going to be like cool. It's going to be next level. It's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, I know some of some. Go ahead. Oh, that's all I said. That sounds great. The comment. Yeah, some of the people over in Luna Luna Land, like some of the hardcore lunatics, like they're they're doing some of that stuff right now. And um, I mean, if you can stay on top of it, it's kind of like a part time job, but it's gonna you're definitely gonna get some good yield, some good payments out of it. If you get you got to stay on top of it though, too, you know. Yeah, I, some of the people I work with at Osmosis, they 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 use uh, Anchor and they send over UST back over to Osmo and all that. I just haven't had time to do that. Plus, I'm just. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with my current ways I'm doing things. I mean, maybe I could technically be making higher yields. Maybe I should look into it. I just don't have time. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's always cool to to be able to, uh, 
you know, take UST and, and move it around and then borrow against your position and all that type of stuff. But that's going to happen really soon with osmosis. So that's going to be fine too. Just wait until that, that UST silk pool goes live and people bridge those profits back across the anchor. Man, it's a lot coming. Yeah, there's so much coming, man. And then even on, on secret side, there's going to be silk, which is going to be their, their stable coin with shade protocol like that's going to be big too like there's just so much going on we're so early people don't realize how early we are still i think they might not think it there's like i i get sometimes on on telegram people are like oh i'm i'm, I'm so late to osmosis you know i remember uh, you guys said that used to be like thousand aprs i'm like yeah i mean yeah that's, that was that did happen but it's still like Think about in the traditional market, you like lose money if you put money in the bank. So it's like you're still so early. You know, one day it'll probably be only 7%, 10%, you know, a couple years, three years down the road or so, but more early still. Just before we switch over to the next question, if we were heading that direction, I think we should maybe talk about Netta just a little more, like, because there are plans for it more than just like, you know, it's a scarce hard money asset just to. Like finish up this guy's question. I'm sorry, a non's question. Excuse me. Um, the idea that I understand behind Meta is that like they're trying to go the Bitcoin route, like the hyper scarce asset. But uh, there will only ever be I think it's like thirty three thousand of them, and then by the end of this month, if you haven't claimed them, if you're eligible, they get burned forever. And they want to make it like a permanent hard money token. And then there's plans, and that's why I was kind of directing to Tricky. He's been directly involved in like helping form with the community to like plans for how to derive value from this token there's plans for a DAO, and that DAO is going to create a sub asset that can be lp'd and that second sub asset can be used for governance of the sub asset but then there's a lot of plans and it's highly complex i'd really recommend looking at the, the discord for it that sounds really interesting so instead of increasing the token supply they're creating value through different generations of derivatives and their utility exactly that because they're trying to avoid the il from like LPing the asset and they're trying to avoid like being ohm and just having this constant rebasing and creating creating more of it so the idea is that you'd stake your neta in order to create the i think they're calling it temporary they're calling it like n2 and as, as long as your neta is staked that gives you access to governance as well as access to creating your own n2 to receive and then that is what you can get your secondary like um value from it's kind of still in the works from what i understand but that's the plan they're sort of heading in awesome thank you appreciate that yeah no worries man so there's going to be an 80 20 poll uh starts on friday for netta and osmo just so you guys know the sledge machine in the house hey what's up yeah hey i just had a question you may not be able to answer it um because it looks pretty new i was just wondering if anyone knows the difference between what Osmo is doing with superfluid staking and whatever Quicksilver protocol is doing. That's pretty new to me. Yeah, I just added Quicksilver like yesterday on Twitter or two days ago. I haven't I haven't even got looked into it yet. So if you know the question, the person that asked the question, if you want to educate us on Quicksilver, please. No, I wish I did. I'm, I read their Medium articles and I just don't know enough to know why it's different. You know, I know that they are talking about doing the same kind of thing where you are staking, but then having, you know, being able to liquefy your stake. Um, 
but I'm, I, I just didn't know enough. I was just wondering if anyone else had the expertise, but it sounds like probably not at this stage anyway. So it sounds like... Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. It sounds like what you're talking about is liquid staking versus superfluid staking, if I understand correctly, which are two actually different yeah. opposite things. Yeah, there you go. The, that, that is probably it. So could, okay. do, you, so do you know the difference between those two things? I, do. I can tell you with that one. So liquid staking is pretty much as you described. You have a, an asset that you stake, let's just say Osmo, and you stake it and you'd receive a liquid or like let's call it a L Osmo version of it where it's still a staked asset, but you'd receive a derivative representing that staked asset and you can LP that. So the goal being that you're staking an asset and then you can still derive value from it. It's not lost or they're not lost or locked up, but you're still maintaining security for the network. Super fluid staking is kind of an opposite mechanism and a sort of a novel one that you're probably going to see incorporated throughout other, you know, AMMs throughout crypto, I think, if this is successful, where the idea is you would add to an LP, so let's say Adam Osmo, and you'd be given your GAM. I don't know if you're familiar with Osmosis, but um, you'd be given your LP tokens, and with superfluid staking, you're actually staking your LP token. So it kind of is like the backwards process where you're not staking first, you're actually staking second. So you'd, the, the goal is for you to LP, and you'd have the actual assets, and then you'd stake your LP token. If that makes sense. Oh, that makes absolute sense. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I did know that. And then, I, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just the exact opposite, isn't it? So you've, you're actually, uh, you know, putting it into LP first, getting the game and staking the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes lots of sense. Hey, thank you. That's great. Yeah, no worries. Do you know if the underlying position that is subsidized by your LP provider, does that increase uh, over time? The way that a liquid stake derivative does i think so don't quote me but i believe it does does anyone else know can you ask a can you reword that question again i think i kind of understand what you're asking but i didn't fully understand it because i could probably answer that well your uh Traditionally, I've seen liquid stake derivatives encapsulate the value of the staking rewards in the derivative token itself. I was wondering if superfluid staking had a same mechanism with the LP provision. Well, hypothetically, like say you you uh, you did that and you didn't add to that current position. I mean, you're always going to add. You're always going to incur uh, swap fees. So in theory, yes, you are. But like I said earlier, like what you're going to be able to do real soon, shortly after that, is you're going to be able to take that position, and you can you can literally borrow against it. You can use it as leverage, and also they'll be working with other tokens. They because I think currently what's going to happen is you'll be able to just solely use the Osmo value, but you're going to be able to use what other other values too. So like if you were like Osmo and AKT or whatever, you'll be able to essentially stake their token too so i don't know exactly what all the tokens are going to be but i know that's kind of the gist of it you're going to be able to lp first and stake it and secure the network by doing that and also be able to use that as collateral so to speak so there's there's a lot of detail out there it's still going to be released but that's kind of the idea of it one quick update for sledge here i'm being told um from the outside one thing that liquid staking allows from quicksilver is that you can still participate in governance because your assets are still staked and you're obviously, you, you staked your asset rather than staking LP tokens. Um, 
and that also means that you do a little less bonding like obviously with the superfluid route like you're still gaining you know a ton of profit and you know aprs and all that but you always have you're looking at a minimum of five weeks of unbonding um because you have to unbond from i mean 14 days if you do the lp and then three weeks from staking itself so there is an inherent you know time delay built into that as well I guess that might also matter for things like airdrops, right? Like if you decided to unstake all your Osmo and then and then uh, put it all in L peoples and then stake the GAM, you wouldn't get airdrop based on your Osmo staking? So one thing is that Osmo staking, there isn't typically as much airdrop offered for it. They do typically prefer that you LP. But I also think Sonny is not an idiot. Like I think that he's going to expect that everyone will, like why stake? if you can just stake your gam tokens and make a ton more off of that so i'm oh. sure there's some way that governance isn't attempted to be as unaffected as possible through this because if it was purely up to the osmo stakers but they've all unstaked in order to lp their tokens like the network would be completely unprotected you dude you just brought up a really good point like even as just a user i would actually prefer to provide liquidity now versus just staking which they've already kind of talked about. There's actually been a proposal to um, reward stakers during the time the superfluid becomes a thing, because otherwise you have like one person who wasn't paying attention, still staking, doing all the governance for the entire network. Yeah, I think he he addressed it in one of the videos. I think with with uh, Crypto Cito. I think like yeah, they're they're seeing that ahead of time with the, and I think he was addressing that. I can't remember which video it was. I can, can tell you, I can tell you from my experience, the, my, my stake position, I'm not unbonding it because one, I don't want to waste 14 days of earning nothing. And two, I, there's going to, I can see something where not only is there some sort of snapshot, there, there'll be some sort of reward for people that just keep staking, whether that's one day that not only you can super float, but maybe the, you'll be able to use that asset as well so like i wouldn't i don't think it's a smart strategy but that's just me i'm not unbonding my my stake position that's just how i am with all my stake positions i always stem i always uh prefer to lp so like my lp percent to like stake is probably about 80 20 that's just that's just my strategy it's always been my strategy and um one of the things i think people kind of mess up on are people that just stake just for like airdrops like you should be trying to go for yield first which is provide an lp because you get we've already got plenty of airdrops just from providing lp anyways and not only that nothing against airdrops is you can't i mean you can't really account on that as as like you know as incentives so to speak so to me it's like it should be somewhat like my strategy 80 20 maybe 60 40 50 50 i think you should definitely if it were me and I had to give you advice just from doing numbers. It's just like providing LP is just definitely the better way of getting about it. That's just me, though. Could we see a future where you LP with a liquid stake derivative, so you're still securing the network and you have exposure to superfluid? Yeah, I could see that for sure. I mean, because I, I, I don't know of any any ecosystem that has, well, maybe some of the Frog Nation, they, they do some crazy shit, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to make a trade-off then versus, 
you know, whether it's superfluid staking versus regular staking, because if if there are pools for the derivative and whatever pair you want, it would just be a huge niche for every. That I mean, I would I would absolutely choose that route over having to pick between one of the two. Wait, well, I thought what? I thought like with your LP you stake it, and you still count that staking for for osmosis and stuff. But if there is a liquid staked derivative of, let let's let's just say B Luna for for shit's sake, if you can take your or Luna X, if you could take your Luna X and then pair it in an LP pool and then receive out a superfluid derivative of that LP position, you're 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 double exposed to yield. Yeah, that's some DJ stuff right there. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what super fluid basically is. Yeah. You're, you're going to be able to get APRs from the the LP pools, and then you're going to be able to get LP. You're going to be able to get stake rewards from multiple assets. That's like the goal of it. It's like you're going to be able to stake your if you're an you know Osmo Atom, you'll be able to get the staking rewards for Osmo and Atom plus the LP provision. And like I said, eventually you'll be able, there'll be smart contracts where you're going to be able to use aggregates and all kind of different things. So, like this is the way we're doing it right now is going to seem so like antiquated pretty soon. You're going to be like, wow, that's the only way we used to be able to do. We used to just only be able to provide LP and then get get rewards. Like, wow, we're we you know we're going to get real spoiled real soon. It's going to be like ultimate degens. It's going to be crazy. It's also very tax advantageous as well if all of this is happening in one smart contract. And there's no taxable events in between each swap. Yeah, that should that should be how it should be anyways. It should be simple. It should just be whatever you sell your your token back to fiat, that's when you pay whatever your tax rate is. That that would just make it simple for everyone. Exactly. That's how it should be. I mean, I'm a tax accountant. It it, it it's just the way they had it before, you know, I don't know, you guys all seen the, the recent news where they had it's not taxable now for stakes. You know, if you're staking and you're compounding your stake position, I mean that makes that only makes sense. You know, one, the IRS is so far behind the ball. Anyhow, so it's like they don't have time to be doing all that. That that would just you one tax return, like my tax return, would would take them days just to be able to look at all the transactions. They'd be like, oh, screw this. You know, it's like they don't have time for all that. It should just be okay. This person sold, you know, hundred atoms at this amount back to fiat. Then this is your tax, and that's it. Pay your tax and be done. Not all this, you know. Oh well, on this block it was worth this much, and then you traded it from Adam to Osmo, and then we're going to hit you with this much. Like, no, nah, just make it whenever you go back to fiat. Just set, give me your, give me my tax bill, and then be done with it. Can you imagine the people at the IRS department just receiving books and books of like transactions from trading bots? It's got to get. It's got to be really annoying. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it's it's just. I think they're going to be sensible about it. I mean, they're already hurt. They'll, they're hurting for money anyway, so that's why I think they're just going to open open their arms to, to crypto, especially once some of these big bankers can figure out a way to get exposure to it like fully and 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 make their little money too. Then it'll be game on. I'm gonna do a quick little room reset. Um, since we have Infinity Notes here in the house. Um, big shout out to them because uh, they sponsor our Wawa giveaways every Saturday, and on top of that, they send us a um, a few Wawa as a tip to keep these uh, spaces going. So shout out to Infinity Notes; they're right below us here. 
give them a follow, you know, show them some love. Oh, dude, I almost forgot. So yeah, we're running a we're running the giveaway right now in our Telegram room. It's pinned up here to the top. Everyone's welcome to join it, and uh, we'll give you some information on how to do that in the Telegram room. But man, how many people do you guys onboard to like Osmosis? Um, like weekly, dude. Because <laughs> even at work, because uh, you know they're getting um notifications of me doing these spaces, and they're like, "Hey, you guys keep talking about Osmosis. You know how how do I do it?" And to me, it's one of the easiest ways to onboard people into DeFi using Kepler and Osmosis. It's super easy. So easy. Yeah, I find it easier than getting people to learn. They when I used to like teach people to learn like Pancake Swap, I think it's way easier. Yeah, so I make I'm on the Telegram right now, and there's uh, over fourteen thousand users or members on there, and I could have sworn maybe before Christmas time there was, I don't know, eight nine thousand members, and, and that's obviously doesn't indicate new users, but it, it probably is a pretty good indication of a lot of new users, and I know whenever like crypto was in the red, and then literally Osmo was pretty much you know, in IBC, like Osmo and Juno, I think Adam and a couple other ones were just green, like green, green. Everyone came over. So we were just dealing with, I remember so many new users, you know, like they kept thinking about the, you know, the misnomer is, well, do I need Adam? Do I need Adam for gas? And like, they, you know, that, that's just the number one misnomer. People think that you need Adam to like do any sort of transaction. I mean, it, for atom holders that would probably be amazing for them but um no it's like you don't need that it's it's all sovereign blockchains and you, you have to like educate them because it's so different compared to other other ecosystems they don't get it that it's like all you're you're i always just try to explain it to them it's like being on a remote island but all these different islands all over the world can communicate with one another you're not just like deserted so to speak like erc like an erc20 you're just deserted on an island you can't speak to any other islands outside of that island you know it's like this it's just completely different and like what i when i first got into crypto bro um the like very very beginning i thought that's how the shit with crypto like you could send bitcoin to this wallet wallet but obviously you learn really quickly don't ever do that but with, you know, Cosmos, I think that um, things are going to get way easier for people to use IBC that you won't even notice that you're doing, you know, you're sending a transaction like that. Yeah, they're working on it right now where, like, if you wanted to send Osmo and, you, and you're like, hey, can you send me some Osmo? You could just send, you could just give me any of your IBC to, uh, wallets, any of them. You could just send me your Atom wallet and I could just... I could literally just send Osmo right to your Adam. <laughs> like it's gonna be crazy, dude. It's gonna dude. be so easy. Like people are not even gonna know they're doing anything. IBC. That's how good it's gonna be. Like you're just gonna use it, and you'll you'll have no clue about all the. I call it like under the hood, like all the tech under the hood. It's gonna be so crazy, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like when when I first got into crypto, that's what I thought you could do, but you learn really quickly not to. But with with Cosmos, I mean, imagine imagine how easier it's gonna get. To be, you know, onboard people to use it. They're not going to want to go anywhere else, bro. They're not going to be like, I'm going to go to Seoul and then I'm, I'm going to send Seoul here. You can't. You're not going to do that because Cosmos is the only one that does it. Yep. And they're all going to just, they're just all going to connect. Like, you know, it would be so stupid for them not to. Like all these other blockchains, these bigger blockchains like Dot and all of them, they're all going to connect to IDC. It just would make no sense for them not to. It just would make no sense. Because it's not like they're competing with. It's technically they're not competing. They're just going to get more exposure. 
yeah. for them. So it's just like it makes no sense not to do it. Hey, by the way, did you um did you already stake your graph tokens? No, I didn't get any. I'm oh. not. I'm not a. I already told you this. I'm not a. I'm not a um Cosmo OG like an old old school OG. I'm a Osmo OG. I I found IBC from Osmo. Once Osmo launched, then that's when I went down that serious rabbit hole. I came over from all the other ecosystems. I was in like XRP. I was in. I I had a bunch of ERC twenties, um, ADA, some Solana. Is there anything I can connect my Kepler to 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 stake my grab, or do I have to use Cosmo Station? I pinned it here on the top, bro. I swear I did. Did I delete it on accident? Hold on. No, I shared it in the Telegram room on how to do it. I think you got to connect with Cosmo Station, though. Oh, okay. That's how you know I'm down there for IBC. Like, I literally got no Juno. I got no Osmo airdrop. I got no Ion airdrop. I got no Juno airdrop, but I got a bunch of it now, so it don't matter. And I'm getting all the airdrops going forward. I tagged you, bro, in Telegram so you can check it out. It says, uh, the, the tweet says, wondering how to stake and send in addition to Cosmo Station VD wallet, blah, blah, blah. Here is a really slick, easy method using Kepler wallet. Here, I'll pin it to the top, too. And I think Tricky just pinned something else to the top. What did he, what did he pin? Quicksilver <clears throat> will be doing things a little different. So we rounded up the most important aspects of our airdrops to answer. Airdrop what? He posted a medium article about Quicksilver. Yeah, I just added them like two days ago, right before I got sick. <laughs> I was gonna look at them, but I got so sick. Dude, uh, it's going around. That bug is definitely going around. Yeah, so like my wife watches uh, I kinda it's easier to explain it over here than the Texan, but she watches kids and her friends, it's our friends' kids. And they were at a birthday party, like right before this happened. And apparently, like the parents of the of the birthday party had the stomach bug, and they just got over it, and they still selfishly had the birthday party. And literally, everyone got it. So, like my wife was watching the kids, and they the everyone got sick. Like they all were puking, and 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 then like I knew I was going to get it because my wife got it, and I was taking care of her because she was like. She she got it so bad she was literally laying on the floor in the bathroom like she couldn't even get up, so I got myself ready. I was taking PDLA and everything you think of, and then like two days after she got it, then I got it, and I got it nowhere near as bad as her. I mean, I got it, but she was like out of commission. Commission. I mean, it kicked my ass a little bit. I, you know, I was sick and felt weak, but slept. I literally slept like eighteen hours, like the la over like the last day and a half. But I feel a hundred times better already. But it was horrible, man. It was like death. Was uh, did did you ever catch the vid, the COVID? Nah. Oh, my my daughter's still trying to recover for, from it, man. It's it's taking a toll on her. That's crazy. But yeah, that bug that bug was going around earlier uh, last week. My um my sister's kids all got super sick. She got sick. My parents got sick. Everybody was throwing up, and you know it was just it was just a mess, dude. It was just a mess. Yeah, it was horrible. And I, I talked to people from all over the place. One of my buddies down in Florida, he just got it. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's disgusting, man. Like, how does that work? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> just don't get it. Sorry, I, we took this chat to, to a virus. Yeah. Chat. We're going to get uh, censored because we're talking about viruses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Anybody want to come up here and just share how you got sick? <laughs> and if you have any questions in the Telegram, if you're too shy to come up here, I'd still say you should come and talk. But if you can't, like ask away in the Telegram. We read it constantly. and We'll try to get to your questions. Yeah, but Haas, where did you find out about how um, transactions will work in the future? Like how you can just send assets to different wallet addresses? Well, I mean, I work for I work with Osmosis, so I talk to like all the I, I'm in a chat with like all the people that run relayers and all the brains behind the behind it, and I don't really even talk that much. I just read all their their comments to one another, and it's just like they're just so smart, man. It's just they're just so smart. That's all I can say. Exactly. So they're just brains, you know what I mean? They're some of them are probably socially awkward because they don't know how to like communicate, but they're just geniuses, you know. And so, like, I'm just I see the stuff that they're doing. It's like, man, IBC is the best. Like, it's so good, and it's just it's gonna be so. It's just gonna keep getting better and better. That's the thing about it. Like, we're so early, people don't realize it. You know, sometimes there might be a little bit congestion in the, in the network, and there's so much stuff going on and so much building. It's it's like it's cool, man. That's all I can say about it. Yo, Patrick, you're back up. What's up, bro? Yeah, this might be way in left field, uh, but you uh, do you have any knowledge around uh, ThorChain and how that might get starting to integrate into IBC, or am I off on that completely? I've looked at ThorChain a little bit. I don't know. I think eventually they plan to flip the switch, but technically, I think they're still not like 100% ready. At least I, I was in a space, I don't know, about a week ago, and I, I listened to, I mean, it's amazing tech what they want to do. Um, I mean, it's pretty much they want to be a liquidity pool for every token and just be able to swap stuff out, um, you know, with Rune. But um, I, I, as far as flipping IBC on, I, I'm not sure. I think it's, it's, it's part of their roadmap, but I'm not exactly sure when. Anybody else know? I honestly don't know anything about ThorChain for the most part. I don't either. I mean, I know what they are, but I just never looked at it. But yeah, I mean, as for connecting to IBC, like I said earlier, like not being a maxi or, or anything, it's just, to me, just doesn't make any sense not to be. If you're a blockchain, why wouldn't you connect to the standard? It's literally the standard. Like, it just would make no sense not to. I think just right now they can't handle the volume. Like they're not, they're not ready to go. Cause like, once you flip that switch, you're not, you're not going back. So I think it's just, they're trying to get their, their chain and get all their liquidity stuff up, up and running before they, they go live with it. When you look at their Twitter activity, a little adversarial towards IBC, I'd say, like, I don't want to say like they like or dislike, but when you read the comments, people like talking to them, it seems they're almost like, they really want to be an island, or at least as of what I've very vaguely analyzed. But they are built on the SDK, so they could connect if they wanted to. I was just about to ask, would would there be any reason to build on the SDK and not want to connect with IBC, like just utilizing Tendermint or whatever? Ask Binance. Ask Binance, yeah. Ask Binance. <laughs> yeah, ask Binance about that. They offer nothing. That's why I will never use them, ever. Hey, but but uh, crypto.com is the opposite way, huh? I've, I've been hearing good things about crypto.com. Yeah, crypto.com is like the ideal centralized exchange. Like they offer so much and I could see them doing a lot more in the future. So like to me, like if you were going to use a centralized exchange, I would definitely tend to tend to use them. 
Yeah, and they have their own chain too, the Kronos chain. Yep. I've been using I've been using it one nine for years. It's been good so far, so I love it. Yeah, and I can see them in New York. <laughs> I, yeah, and I can see them doing more integrations with like Osmo and just yeah, them actually already, helping out basically. Yeah, they already have that in, in in their chain. They have that. They have Terra. They have Cosmos already. So you can go on on their chain and trade Cosmos in the EVM chain, which is good. Yeah, and what a lot of people do is they they have a Crypto.com card and they just. Either they provide liquidity on Osmo, they do the Osmo and uh, Crow pool, and then you can send over Crow and you know spend it that way and stuff like that too. So that's always a cool feature. Yeah. Hey, you Jacob, can, you, can act, you can actually get more more liquidity in the Cosmos in the Corners chain, which is yeah. even crazier. Like hey, one, like you can earn like up to like let me see, two hundred to one thousand APY yeah. because it's new. Nobody's really they only have. Now they have like two billion in TVL, which is a lot, but there's not there's not that much like project on top of them, so it's kind of new. Hey Jacob, do, do you, you use the crypto.com app? Uh I just get the card. The only the only time I I use it for the card. And you just I use, use it the for card. Like my, yeah, and I use it for off ramp, like for money and stuff. That's what I use. So yeah, what but- I do. I take, let's say I want to sell, like, I, I need to sell some crypto to pay something. I take my crypto from Cosmos, convert it to, to crypto.com, send it over to Kronos, and exchange it for USDC, and take the USDC, send it back to crypto.com. With crypto.com, the USDC is one-to-one with the, with the dollars, so I, I'm not paying any fee. So when I, when I send my USDC there, I just change it for fiat, and I'm Gucci, and I use my card to pay everything I need. How long does it take for uh, for that off ramp to complete from withdrawal to bank? Actually, it took the last time I did it took me like less than two days. Yeah, it's fast. I was like, what? Less than two days? Like I'm not playing. <laughs> hey, so man. Let, one more question, Jacob. So when you're going, you're going from osmosis, you're taking Crow, C-R-O, and you're sending it over to uh, your wallet. The Kronos, no, I send it to the Kronos chain, my wallet in Kronos chain, like the you're, EVM chain. You're sending it to the Kronos chain, so it's just, an, just wallet to wallet, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you have the Crow there, and then you're, you're moving it over to... Um, no, the, I, I exchange it to USDC. Got it. Because if I if I go on the app and sell my crew on the app, it's more expensive. Right, you. right. But if yeah. I do it on the chain, I'm not paying any fee. Technically, the fee in the chain is like zero point, maybe one quote one quote like zero point forty cents. I'm paying okay. just to to sell and stuff. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was I was trying to figure out. Okay, you you said that, but I, I think I missed a step. But thank thanks, man. Yeah, so, I feel like that, that's like one of the best way for. Fiat off and on up. Yeah. So who has a who has a crow card here? Does anyone have a crow card? I have one. All right. Exactly. So whenever you uh are you able just to spend your crow without having to convert it to USD? You actually you can't you can't take your crow and sell it to for a card. I think it's just like a regulation thing. They don't wanna be because I feel like they can't do it that way. You can you can actually use any other crypto. You can't you can't use a core. 
Because well, the, 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 I was going to tell you, the card that I have, it's an XRP. It's like an, it's like affiliated with Uphold. And I could spend any of my crypto. So, like, if I just send over, like, if I just converted, uh, like, Adam over there, I could just spend it. And it just converts yeah. automatically without me no, having to, like, change out or whatever. Oh, no. With, with the card, you have to actually convert it to fiat. Uh, see, can, yeah, that's, a, that's the thing I don't like. Like the card that I have, I could just literally have the crypto on it, and like say I wanted to go fill up my car with gas, I just swipe it, and it just automatically just does it the, the conversion right on the spot. True, but you do, how do you know like they give it? They giving you the right conversion. I mean, I, I guess. Like, yeah, do you yeah. feel like the best way to do it is you exchange your 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 crypto to USDC? So now you can exchange USDC for for a dollar one to one. So you're yeah. not paying any fee. Because I feel like if you're doing from Cosmos to Fiat, they're gonna charge you a fee. When they're converting it for you, they're making money on the spread. They're giving you a yeah, bad. Yeah. They're giving you a bad, bad spread. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's better to do it from USDC to Fiat because I don't know for for crypto.com when you convert from USDC to Fiat, it's one to one no matter what. You're not paying any fee at all. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Guys, mind if I uh, go to the speaker that requested to speak, or the people that requested to speak? Um, we have a few, so I'll hand it off to uh, Monetary Regime. What's up? Hey, man. Um, Y'all was talking about ThorChain a second ago, and I was going to ask if y'all had seen uh, Eric Voorhees' tweet that he had posted about four days ago. Uh, it said, Bitcoiners you can now earn immutable yield 16% annual on native non-wrapped Bitcoin directly from your at ledger hardware wallet. No intermediaries, no banks or custodians, no KYC through the ThorChain decks. And he posted an article with that. And I went in there and I was reading it and it was mentioning Cosmos SDK and you had to use uh, Tendermint and stuff like that to be able to do that. I was wondering if y'all knew anything about that. Can you repeat the whole thing? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah, no, I was saying, uh, I don't know if y'all had seen Eric Voorhees post uh, four days ago. He said, Bitcoiners, you can now earn immutable yield 16% annual on native non-wrapped Bitcoin directly from your ledger wallet. No intermediaries, no banks or custodians, no KYC. At ThorChain is a cross-chain DEX to learn more about it. He posted a uh, a Medium article that he had wrote, and it, it mentions Cosmos, SDK, and Tendermint in there a couple of times. And I was kind of curious about that. I didn't know if y'all knew anything about it. So ThorChain's built on the SDK. Um, oh. It was built using it. But they don't necessarily have the um, – like they're not connected to IBC, if that's what you're wondering. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that is what I was wondering. Um, but, but I thought it was kind of cool that you could earn uh, 16% on your Bitcoin, though. I didn't know if that was kind of connected to Cosmos or not. I think doesn't that involve because Eric is the one who started Shapeshift and that's the the Shapeshift DAO, and and there it's like a a third party wallet that allows you to. Does I don't know? Does anyone know anything about Shapeshift? Uh, I I don't I don't use it. Um, I know they have a hardware wallet and it was pretty crappy, but. <laughs> <laughs> they're just uh they're just a dex that has the thor chain integration in the background yeah so okay. i think i think that's why eric was was tweeting that out 
Okay. Well, I, I didn't know. I, I've seen Cosmos SDK in there. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't know if it was related or whatever. Yeah, so Cosmos SDK is permissionless, so it's open source, so anyone really can use it. And there are a lot of people that do, and they just don't, like, add any value whatsoever to IBC. And I just – I prefer not to <laughs> – prefer to even talk about them because it's just kind of like – to me, it's kind of scummy. It's like you yeah. just take the technology, and then you don't help you don't help out. Like, that's yeah, why that's I won't so- use Binance ever. One, one, they have the worst customer service ever. But two, it's just like – you still you essentially I, I don't want to say steal the tech because like anyone can use it but it's like why wouldn't you if you're going to be using the technology why wouldn't you add any value to the ones that are in that ecosystem exactly it's, it's kind of crappy yeah it's, it's kind of just a shady move really yeah no shit no, yeah for real <laughs> you're good that, buddy. you don't have to worry about it <laughs> all right well that was that was pretty much all i had on that appreciate it cool well, th- thanks for your question, man. Um, before we get to the next speaker, um, we had a question in the Telegram group that I thought was pretty good from White Marlin, who doesn't really want to, um, may not want to come up and speak themselves, but that's cool. And the question was, what do you guys think is going to happen when RAW, which is the upcoming like Osmo equivalent on Juno Swamp, um, incentives kick in? Steal liquidity from Osmosis or steal and bring in more liquidity from outside the Cosmos entirely? So it's, a, it's an opinion question for the group. I mean, I guess in my opinion, I mean, just based on sentiment from Twitter, it sounds like when Ron incentives kick in, it'll make, it'll, it might t- steal some liquidity from uh, from osmosis, but ultimately, I think that's going to raise the APRs of um, everything on osmosis as well. And ultimately, like when people hear about high APRs and how great osmosis is, and then you transition over to Juno, I ultimately think it's going to be a good way to draw in liquidity from other spaces and especially when we do things like this and draw people into newcomers and everyone trying to learn um any other opinions here i mean if you look at their opening qualifications that are going to qualify for the raw token it's really not that many you know you get the juno and adam you have juno and ust and juno and what's the other one raw and oh yeah and raw so, like, I think those three right there, well, essentially shouldn't have, it would have nil effect on people coming over. I mean. But those were the Juno incentives, though. Those weren't the raw incentives. Like that, that? The proposal, I think you're referring to the proposal on Juno right now, and that was for, um like, to be externally incentivized with Juno. Oh, uh, yeah, them. yeah, you're right. But the, what, so, like, all the polls right now, they're going to just. Because like, on, on osmosis, you have to vote like who's going to have incentives and all that. Are they doing the same thing? I would assume. With I would Ron. assume that that's kind of feel the direction it's heading in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hit or miss. Like, it's not, nothing against raw, but like osmosis is is well known now. It's it's proven. Not that raw can't get to that point, but it's just like if you're in a poll like me, I'm in quite. A, I'm in like eighteen or nineteen of them, and um, it's very. You know, I'm very satisfied with it. Why would I take something that's, I don't, nothing's ever guaranteed, but why would you take something that's guaranteed and uh, go for something that's not guaranteed with, with that? And I'm not saying, like I said, not raw wooden. So to answer your question, I would assume a little bit of liquidity, but for the most part, there's going to keep being added more liquidity to Osmo anyways, because it's like the user base is just growing by the day. So it's, it, I, it's hard to say. Maybe some liquidity that's already on osmosis will go over there. But 
are they do you know i didn't really look into are they doing the same bonding periods is it smaller longer nothing's expressed yet zero things have been have been talked about because i think it's still just so new because i mean it's it is cool whenever like like i use secret swap it's cool that uh you know that you don't technically have bonding periods but i also think it could be detrimental because you like the thing that Osmo worked was that they did have bonding periods and that helps people stick and not just keep hitting and running. Basically it seems mm-hmm. like the place, the places that don't have bonding periods, it's not, they don't really do too well unless they have some, some different kind of functionality or utility like secret swap is it's still really undervalued. And, but even then like the market caps probably only maybe 20 million or so. I'm not sure what it is. Last time I looked, you know, like Osmo, you know, it's worth billions already. It's only been out since June. So the very end of June. So I guess the question is, you'd use general swap, and I'm stealing words from Tricky here. I'm reading um, the telegram. But one thing is that the base pairs would be Juno instead of Osmo on general swap is one thing. Um, I imagine the bonding periods, like I, I actually can't say there hasn't been much communication on that end, but they're probably going to do something similar to what Osmosis has been doing. Because, I mean, it's obviously proven to be effective. Um, but outside of that, I really don't have much to add, unfortunately. Um, these, these are excellent questions that I'm sure will be addressed. The, the only thing that I don't really understand or comprehend about like Juno Swap is is the fact that they have so, it's it. I, I hate to say it, but to me, it's just like obviously I'm going to be a little bit more biased towards osmosis, but looking at it from an outside perspective if you know the tech and like the polls that offer a lot of it just seems like copy and paste like i don't understand why there has to be so many polls on juno that are so similar to osmo like i understand like juno and adam juno raw like you know juno secret and like the bigger players but like i don't get the other ones like the smaller ones the one thing i I think that um, you may not be thinking of is that Juno is a smart contract platform, whereas Osmosis is not, right? So like, in other words, for, um, like it'd be the equivalent of Uniswap on Ethereum where you're trying, it's a marketplace, I think primarily for CWP tokens, which Osmosis could take on eventually, but like JunoSwap is a little more per- permissionless. You can create your own token, create your own DAO and create pools for those tokens and for anything that kind of pops off to be a you know juno based ethereum-esque project right oh yeah that's what i meant though. i mean like why do, that's what i was thinking they're gonna function around more cw20s but it's just like it's just basically every ibc token right now that's what they're offering well i mean i my only guess is that you gotta start somewhere <laughs> i have no other answer to that it's a good question any other questions before i go to the next uh, I did want to ask, but it was about something we talked about a long time ago at this point, about that uh, that, that gentleman who sued the IRS towards um, the clarity on taxes with staking. I was wondering if anyone in here knew whether or not the same statute would be applied for LPing. I mean, realistically, it should be. Is it? I don't. It's still gray. I think they'll probably just do the same thing. The only time they may not do it is if you're just making a single swap. Like if you're like, you, you had Osmo sitting in your pool or you just have it sitting in your asset and then like three days later you swapped it to something else and obviously there was a gain. 
then yeah, you would probably just have to pay like technically capital gains on whatever that gain of that swap was. But I don't think they're going to make it where if I had to give you an educated guess where like you got your rewards and then you just literally put it right into a poll right away, like a single LP, you know, how it does the, it does the math for you. Like, I don't think that should be a taxable event because essentially you're doing the same thing. You're just providing, you know, a version of a stake, a, a different version of a stake mechanism, so to speak. So if I had to give you a guess, I would say no, but nothing's, a, you know, nothing ever surprises me. With, with the <laughs> it just, it brings up an interesting conversation around that native Bitcoin yield that can, that can happen on ThorChain. Yeah. I just think eventually they're just going to make it where the only time you, you have to pay tax on it is whenever you, you sell it to Fiat or you go to, to stable coins, you know, and then you spend it or whatever. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. They, they would need to hire like a hundred thousand more workers to be able to do all these transactions and come up with a, a, an accurate figure. Yeah, I think that would be the most ideal way to do it. Just dollar in, dollar out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just makes doesn't make any sense not to do that. I mean, technically, they do that right now with stock. You know, like Jeff Bezos will get paid in Google or or Amazon, and then he doesn't technically pay tax on it until he sells that sells that stock. You know, it's like you're you're kind of doing the same thing. You're you're paying yourself in. And an asset that you can't spend. So, like, why do you get taxed on it until you, you know, until you spend it, so to speak? Same, same goes for NFTs. Like, if I if I sold my anon for secret, I don't I don't realize any uh, any gains until it's converted back to whatever tax is collected in. Yeah, I mean that's how it should be. It just makes the most sense for everyone. Because realistically, you're it's kind of criminal if you think about it. If you're going to tax people on because that that would force you to sell. It'd force you to sell your assets just to pay the tax on it, even though you didn't even realize the game. It just doesn't make any sense. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part space. It was an AMA with Comdex, with the IBC gang, and then the IBC gang lounge. Recorded on Saturday, February 12th, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at 
blueart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting the asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into free bait. Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base. Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase. Running on empty from gassing up my teammates. First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes. Impossible, defending the plausible from end to demonstrable. The mission isn't even worried about the clearance. Running interference till our enemies fear us. We're only one disappearance away from a bad day. Everybody trying to save face on the last day. Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse. Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe. I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me. A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting. Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy. Trying to get through another day full of savagery. Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong uh, how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited. 